The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study. Today, I would like to give you three reasons you should praise God today, and I might add to that, and every day. Three reasons. Now, in our last study in Psalm 147, we walked through all 20 verses and we made a list. It really wasn't our list. It was God's list. Uh, But it was an overview of what God does in this world. Uh, His creative work, his sustaining work, his providing work for man, the way he sends his word and ministers to the deepest needs of our lives. So uh, we've, we've looked at a rather extensive list here of things that should prompt our praise. And I hope you're you're making that practical. This is not just something to study. This is something to do. This is not just something to read and say, well, that was nice. This is something to say, let's make this a part of our life. But I want to return to where we began in our study in the very first verse because the key that unlocks Psalm 147 is in the opening verse. Listen to it again. Praise you the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant and praise is comely. Do you hear these words? Mark these three words, good, pleasant, comely. I don't know about you, but in a world filled with bad, ugly, and unkind, that sounds pretty nice right now. Would you like good, pleasant, and comely? Then I'll tell you what you need. You need a life filled with praise. And I would remind you of this. Psalm 147 is about the hallelujah witness, the testimony that our praise is to other people, the message that it sends in this world. Did you know that it's possible that even in your Christian experience, you get self-serving and self-centered? People want the good, the pleasant, the comely for themselves. But please don't miss this. What praise does is it brings that good, pleasant comeliness into your life, not just for you to enjoy, but then through your life so other people will be drawn to the Lord. So, We've studied, first of all, the object of our praise in this psalm. It has to be God, all the glory to the Lord, only he's worthy of it. Then we've talked about the extent of our praise, which essentially is every part of life. Everything and every person is a reminder of the goodness of God, what the Lord is doing in this world. Praise ye the Lord. But now let's talk about the intent of our praise. Why does God tell us to praise? Well, certainly uh, he's worthy of it. Certainly he's deserving of it. Uh, But what does this praise bring into our lives and then through our lives into others? Let's mark it in our Bible. First of all, it is good. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Don't you love the simplicity of Scripture? So profound. Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. Now, this is very important. What does the Word of God reveal? It reveals the goodness of God. And here's the point. The point is that our praise is to match His character. If God is good, and God is certainly good, then our praise should exalt the goodness of God. We should praise him in a way, in a measure, that is commensurate to who he is. Oh, we could never never attain to that because he's worthy of so much more. 
But our praise should not be some haphazard footnote of life, an occasional brief word. It should instead encompass all of life because God's goodness encompasses all of our life. In another psalm, Psalm 92, we read this in verse 1, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. It's good. Who's it good for? Well, first of all, it's good for God. We know that because the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. He enjoys it. He receives it. Uh, it brings joy to the heart of God. Would you like to bring some joy to God's heart today? Would you like to make the Lord's face to smile? Let me tell you how to do it. Just stop and praise him. I don't even ask him for anything. Just stop and talk about the goodness of God to God. Tell him you love him. When was the last time you said to the Father, Father, you're such a good father to me. I'm glad to be one of your children. When was the last time you said to the Son, Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me? When was the last time you said to the Holy Spirit, Thank you for coming to live in my heart. Thank you for bringing all of heaven's resources and making them a reality in my life. It's good for God. And then it's good for us. Uh, I believe that God has designed it so what brings him the greatest glory also brings us the greatest good. Isn't that just like our Lord? It's best for everyone. And then it's not only good for God and good for us, it's good for others. Because those who do not know the Lord, remember verse 20, the last verse of the psalm talks about all the other nations. God has always wanted his people to be a holy nation, a peculiar people showing forth his praises so that others would be attracted to the goodness of God. And I've got to tell you, in a world where people are so inundated with bad and evil, the good news is meaning more and more. That's what the gospel is. So praise is good. Secondly, praise is pleasant. And isn't that so different from our world right now? There are very few pleasant things right now. Very few pleasant things to watch. Very few pleasant things to listen to. Uh, frankly, I hate to say this, very few pleasant people to be around. Uh, it is a world filled with harshness and hatefulness and meanness. So when a person is marked by praise, they're different. It's not they're trying to be different. They just are. They're unique. They stand out. The, the glory of God rests on you. The presence of the Lord is with you. It is a pleasant thing. And then don't miss this. This praise is not only good and pleasant, it is comely, literally beautiful, attractive. And we come full circle back to where we started in this study. I said to you that witnessing is simply praising God to someone else, and the most beautiful witness of all is the joyful Christian witness. I wonder, are you a joyful Christian today? You know, some people witness and say the right things, the problem is not that they are not right. The problem is that they are not bright. <laughs> the problem is not that they don't use the right verses or say the right things about Jesus. It is that uh, nothing on their countenance says the Lord means something to me. Nothing in their life reflects the dynamic and wonderful change that Christ brings. And so praise is not just words. It's, it's the whole life. If the goodness of God really connects to every part of our life, then our whole life should be a joyful, beautiful witness of what God has done in us. It's a per personal testimony. It's a present tense testimony. It is a powerful testimony. If you want to make a difference in this world, let me tell you what to do today. Just start talking about the goodness of God. Just talk about it. Uh, to the person that waits on you at the restaurant, to the person you do business with, to the next-door neighbor, 
Talk about the goodness of God. And I'll tell you what it will do. It will open the door for you to go further and talk not only about his goodness, but about his grace. Now, there's some people, they, they say, well, God's good, and they leave it at that. But talk about how the Lord's been good in your life, and then let that open the door for you to talk to others about how they can come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. I wonder, are you one of the Hallelujah Witnesses? I'm not asking, do you know how to present the plan of salvation, to, to tell people how they can be saved? But are you doing so in such a way that it exudes the glory of God, that it exudes the grace of God, that the, the truth is spoken in love and out of the overflow of a heart that is consumed with who God is? Oh, Lord, would you make us all the joyful witnesses you saved us to become? Would you raise up an army of hallelujah witnesses? In the words of the psalmist, I leave you with this word today. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. We here at Enjoying the Journey are thankful for you, our listeners. It is always such an encouragement for us to hear how God is using the ministry of Enjoying the Journey all of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithe should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.